Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Hello, Valley Point and friends. I want you to meet me today in Psalm 71. If you take your Bible and open it up to the halfway point, you'll probably be in this magnificent book, and you'll likely be close to chapter 71. There are some encouraging and challenging words here that we are going to walk through today. So Psalm 71, be sure to have your Bible ready. Welcome to week number two of White Napkin Sundays. I also want to welcome you to Mother's Day at Valley Point Church. For all of the moms who are watching, I hope you have a fantastic day, quarantine style. This is a day where we just take some time and we create time to honor the extraordinary skills and strength and impact of moms and of women. So with that in mind, I have a talk today that I believe will really encourage moms, but it has wide application for all of us. So everybody has to pay attention today, okay? Before we dive into all of this, I can't be with my mom today. She lives in Illinois outside of Chicago. So I thought it would be a great idea if I just call my mom on Mother's Day here and just talk to her a bit. So come with me. Let's, let's talk to my mom. Let's give her a call here and see how things are going. Hello, Mom. Hi. Happy Mother's Day to you. Well, thank you. It is great to see you. Sorry we can't be together today, but at least we can do a little bit of this. And everybody at Valley Point is watching you now. So (laughs) I'm glad you're here. How's life in Illinois today? Well, life is good. Illinois, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... I wanted you just to take a moment and say happy Mother's Day to all the moms of Valley Point. Can you do that? Sure, I would love to. Thank you. Well, good morning, uh, Valley Point, and especially to the moms today. Happy Mother's Day. I am so thrilled to be able to just be here for this little bit of time with you and um, thinking of just a couple things that I would like to say. I just love Mother's Day, and it's not really because of all the gifts that are lavished on me. It's really uh, because of how thankful I am for the children that God has given to me. So um, just a wonderful thing, and I'm sure you're thankful for that too. And um, I have four awesome, incredible children, and I know you'd say the same thing about yours. And actually, I want to say Eric told me to say that. (laughs) So 
anyway, <laughs> happy Mother's Day again, moms. And I'd like to take a few minutes to pray with you, if that would be okay. Okay, All wait, right. wait. Before you pray, <laughs> what are you doing today? Have any oh, big plans? Okay. <laughs> well, oh, I have to think about that. Well, nothing, because there's <laughs> nothing really that we can do. So we're just going to enjoy our day at home. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy doing nothing. I certainly wish that we could be together, yes. but maybe another Me time, too. another yes. time. Okay. okay. Will you pray for us? Yes. Will you do that? Yes, All I right. will. Thank you. Father, uh, I come before you this morning um, with a prayer for especially the moms at Valley Point and ask, Lord, that you would give them a blessed day, help them uh, whatever they are doing today at home or um, maybe with a small group. I just pray that you would bless them and encourage their day uh, talking to their children. I pray, Lord, for the moms that maybe are sad today and sorrowful because of uh, things that are happening in their lives. I pray, Lord, that you would lift them up this day and bless them. And I also want to pray for the services this morning. Um, as the word is given out and as it is taught, I pray, Father, that um, hearts would be open and um, we would just accept what you would have for us today and uh, help us to live our lives that they might honor and glorify you. For it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 And by the way, Eric, I am waiting for the ticket to come out to see you. <laughs> right. So, anytime now. Of course you are. All right. Yeah. Be patient. Be patient. Okay. So, do you have a coffee mug that you're using this morning? I have yes. a coffee mug. <laughs> Go Valley Point. Go Valley Point. <laughs> All right. Thank Isn't you, Mom. I hope you have a wonderful day. Yes, I will. Thank you, Eric. You have a good day with Tanya. We'll do that. Okay. Love okay. you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay. There you go. A little time with my mom. She's a wonderful person, and I'm actually going to talk a little bit about her as we move through our time together. But we are in this theme called White Napkin Sunday. So here's what I want you to do. Get that napkin ready, okay? Get that out in front of you or a paper towel or a piece of paper, whatever you want to use to take notes. That will be just fine. And I want you to imagine that we're sitting together in a restaurant or a coffee shop and we're having a great conversation and we're learning from each other. And in the process of doing that, we want to write down some of the things that we're thinking about in our conversation. So we grab the restaurant napkin and a pen, and we begin to write. That's what I want everybody to do. So I've got my big napkin over here, and I have already pre-written a few things. We're going to get to that. I've divided my napkin into two parts because I have quite a bit that I want to share with you. Let's begin with a big idea for Mother's Day, okay? Here we go. Moms, with their, and here come some blanks, with their astute, that's a great word, isn't it? So moms, with their astute, 
emotional intelligence. Now, I will say, I don't know if I have ever rolled out a big idea with three blanks in a row. So we continue to live history here. Moms, with their astute emotional intelligence, will be needed. Okay, I want us to think about this. They will be needed to prepare for life on the other side of COVID-19. Moms, with their astute emotional intelligence, will be needed to prepare for life on the other side of COVID-19. I think moms in general do a marvelous job of practicing emotional intelligence, and that is something that will be needed in the days to come. So emotional intelligence. Let's think about this for a little bit. Daniel Goleman, a leadership practitioner, has described emotional intelligence with five different skills or behaviors. And he basically states that these skills enable and empower leaders to rise up above other leaders. Now, today we're talking about moms, but I think moms definitely lead. I believe this. They lead in their homes. They lead in their workplaces. They lead in our church and they lead in our communities. So thinking about emotional intelligence is really appropriate because, again, I think moms are great at being emotionally intelligent. So Daniel Goldman, this leadership expert, talks about these five skills. And he also says this, that great leaders, great leaders, they may not have the highest IQ and they may not have the best technical skills when it comes to leading, but great leaders all have emotional intelligence. So they might not be the smartest person in the room or have the best skill set, but they do practice emotional intelligence. And again, these are the skills that he rolls out in describing emotional intelligence. There's self-awareness or knowing one's strengths and weaknesses and how that impacts other people. There's self-regulation, and that means controlling destructive behavior. And emotionally intelligent people, they regulate their behavior. They recognize, oh, I might not want to say this right now. It's not the best thing. They regulate their destructive behavior that way. And then there is motivation, and this is really about relishing achievement, And this motivation part is really interesting, and we're going to come back to that a little bit later. Empathy, care and compassion, and then social skill. This is managing the relationships that we have with other people. So emotional intelligence, five skill sets, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skill. Now, here's the deal with emotional intelligence. You can read about this all day long. 
how to become emotionally intelligent, how to improve in these different skill sets, how to pass that on to others. The leadership literature is full of thoughts and ideas about emotional intelligence. You can read about this all day long. But think about this. I believe moms and women are some of the most emotionally intelligent leaders that exist. I really believe that. Moms and women are some of the most emotionally intelligent leaders that exist. And I think that because I see from my observations and my experience that they take these five different skill sets and they're using that in their families and they're certainly using that in other arenas as well. So moms, and we're thinking about you today and trying to honor and encourage you. You are some of the most emotionally intelligent leaders that I think exist. I believe this to be true from personal experience. My mom, and you had the chance to see her a little bit today. My mom is an emotionally intelligent leader, and I'm thankful for her influence in my life. I have an older sister, and she's an amazing human and a great mom. She is an emotionally intelligent leader, and I'm thankful for her influence in my life still to this day. I have two sisters-in-law, and I watch them lead in their families, and they are definitely emotionally intelligent. Tanya, my wife, next month we will celebrate our 27th wedding anniversary. I've had a lot of time to observe her and to benefit from her strengths and her wisdom. She is an emotionally intelligent person. And I have seen so many of you moms and women here at Valley Point Church and in our communities around us act in emotionally intelligent ways. So my own personal experience tells me that moms really are emotionally intelligent. And I'm thankful for the women that have been a part of impacting my life. Beyond the personal observation though, guess what? There is a lot of leadership literature and research that points to how emotionally intelligent women and moms are. So there's research that supports this. I came across some research, research that I thought was really interesting. In evaluating a little over 2,800 executives and those who work with them. So this was a survey that involved a little over 22,000 people, which in terms of a survey and in terms of research, that's a pretty big population. A little over 22,000 people from, get this, 149 different countries. So a really big survey from all over the world. This is what they found in evaluating these executives and the people that worked with them and around them. Women were rated higher than men in emotional intelligence. 
in research on how motherhood makes us smarter, which is a great thought. Author Catherine Ellison in her book, The Mommy Brain, she states that mothers do indeed, moms do indeed demonstrate emotional intelligence. So moms, I want you to look at me for just a moment and I want you to hear this and I want you to be encouraged with this today. Moms, no matter how you're feeling right now, you are emotionally intelligent. Allow that to encourage you today, okay? Moms, you are emotionally intelligent. So if you are watching with your mom, you need to look at her right now and say, great job, mom, on being emotionally intelligent. You need to do that, okay? I really want all of the moms to be very encouraged because you demonstrate over and over again that you really are emotionally intelligent and, and you practice these five skills and you do it in great ways and all of us should be thankful for that. Moms, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, and we're going to come back to that word in a little bit, empathy and social skill. You practice these things. Moms, please be encouraged on this Mother's Day that you are emotionally intelligent beings. You really are. Now, moms, one of the things we could do is we could just look at all of these skills and say, let's improve them and let's get better at them and let's develop and grow them. We could do that and that would be fine. But here's how I'd like to approach this today. As we think about how moms with their astute emotional intelligence They are needed to help us all prepare for life on the other side of COVID-19. Here's how I'd like to approach this. I want to look to the wisdom of Scripture. And that's where Psalm 71 comes into play. And I want to look at someone who's reflecting on their life a little bit. They're mature in terms of age, and they're looking back and reflecting on God's provision And I want to use that as a way for us to naturally develop these different skill sets that are a part of being emotionally intelligent. So if you have a Bible or a device, again, I want you to find Psalm 71, and I will begin reading with verse 1. Psalm 71, verse 1. Here's what it says. Oh Lord, I have come to you. What a thought, right? Oh Lord, I have come to you. I love how the psalmist begins this. And by the way, we're not exactly sure who the writer of this particular psalm is, although many scholars think it is the ancient King David. And he's older in life now and he's looking back and reflecting and he's sharing great wisdom with us. And he starts by saying, oh Lord, I have come to you. Moms, I wanna encourage you. Allow your family and those you lead to see 
that you have come to God. If you have embraced the leadership and the forgiveness that God offers through the person of Christ, allow your family and the other people that you lead to see that in you. I believe that is a great thing for all of us to do. One of the greatest gifts, and I really believe this, one of the greatest gifts that I have been given by my mom is her relationship with God, her love for God, and her desire to honor him. That's one of the greatest gifts that I have been given by my mom. And so, mom, if you have trusted in the leadership that God offers to you through the person of Christ, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to to lead with that and let your family see that in you. So I would encourage you to come over here and whatever symbolizes that for you. I'm going to picture that with the word of God here because my mom had a deep love for studying the word of God and I saw that in her. And again, it was just a great gift. Whatever symbol you want to put over here, I would encourage you to do that as a reminder of what the psalmist is saying here in verse one. Lord, I have come to you. I have come to you. I've already mentioned that my mom has just been a great influence in my life and I want to talk to you about her for just a few moments because the gift that she gave to me of having this deep friendship with God is something that I cherish. As a young boy, I watched my mom trust in Jesus alone to rescue her. And my dad did the same thing. They did that together and our whole family changed dramatically. And that was a really interesting time for us. And I remember that. And I remember my mom reading scripture and and watching her do that and hearing her read the words of God. As a young boy, I remember that. And that's why I put that as one of the symbols for coming before the Lord and acknowledging him like what the psalmist does here. I remember her reading scripture. I remember my mom praying and praying out loud and praying for all of her kids and praying for my dad and praying for our church and our extended family and friends. I remember my mom doing that. I knew as a young child, And I know today that my mom loves God. And that is an incredible gift that has been given to me. Look, I'm a 50-year-old man now. And I treasure that gift from my mom. So moms, if you have placed your faith in God, don't be afraid to let your family see that and hear that from you I believe it's a great gift. Okay. The psalmist then goes on to declare this. Oh Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me and rescue me for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me and set me free. Be my rock of safety where I can always hide. Give the order 
to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me from the power of the wicked, from the clutches of cruel oppressors. So in verses one through four, the psalmist is asking for a few things. Did you pick up on this? Save me, rescue me, turn your ear to listen to me, be my rock, give the order to save me. The psalmist is asking for some assurances from God and that's okay to do. We can rush in and ask God for some things. What happens next, beginning in verse five, is that the psalmist turns to some acknowledgement of God. And this is great. Verse five, O Lord, you alone are my hope. I've trusted you, O Lord, from childhood. Yes, you have been with me from birth, from my mother's womb. You have cared for me. No wonder I am always praising you. My life is an example to many. Wow. I love that statement. My life. And again, you have to remember, this is probably the ancient King David, and he's reflecting on his life, and he's saying, my life with all of its ups and downs, with its successes and failures, my life is an example to many because you have been my strength and protection. That is why I can never stop praising you. I declare your glory all day long. Okay, let's do this. I want to put this together now because the psalmist is saying here, O Lord, I have come to you. And then he declares about God some very interesting things. So let's write this down on our napkin. The psalmist declares, God, I've I've come to you. That's what I've done. And guess what? You are my hope. You are my protection. And you are my praise, or I give my praise to you. Three great words here. God, you are my hope. You are my protection. And I'm going to be sure that I give all of my praise to you. And then the psalmist goes on to say, you are using my life. And I think it's because of these commitments. God, you are my hope and my protection, and I will give my praise to you. The psalmist then goes on to declare, you are using my life to be an example and to be an example for all. My hope, my protection, my praise, I'm giving it to you. And now you are using my life to be an example for all. And I believe that includes family. Now, I want to say, that these thoughts here, God, you are my hope and my protection and my praise, that all of this here sets the stage for this over here. Okay, this, Lord, I come to you and you are my hope and my protection. I'm gonna give my praise to you. 
that sets the foundation then for behaving in an emotionally intelligent way. This sets the stage for that. Now, I want to come and for a few minutes talk about this word here, motivation. The leadership literature, as it describes motivation in relationship to emotional intelligence, generally talks about salary and status, recognition, or achieving for the sake of achieving. That's generally the motivation for behaving in an emotionally intelligent way. But I honestly believe for followers of God, for those of us who have placed our faith in him, that our motivation is beyond money and status and recognition. I think our motivation is found in something that actually lives beyond us. So the question becomes, and I think this is something all of us need to wrestle with for a bit, what is your motivation for behaving? What is your motivation for following God? What is your motivation? Now, moms, let me come back to you because this is your special day and we're focusing on you a bit and we're trying to encourage you. I think you get motivation more than any other group. I really think that's true. Moms, you understand that your motivation lives beyond you. It's found in those little humans that look up to you and follow you and adore you and smile at you and scream at you as well. Those little humans, these gifts that God has given to you, this serves as motivation for acting in an emotionally intelligent way. I think that's very true. Maybe it's not little humans for you as a mom. Maybe it's big humans. Maybe your children are grown and perhaps they're living in your home or they are out of the home now, but you are still mom. That's more than a title. That's a way of life. That is an honor, and these big humans are still looking to you for leadership and for guidance. These gifts from God, they are absolutely incredible. And that's why I think the psalmist then goes on to say this in verse 18. Again, keep in mind he's probably reflecting a bit on life. And here's what he says in verse 18. Now that I am old and gray, (laughs) Now that I'm old and gray, the psalmist might be talking about quarantine hair here. I'm not sure. Now that I'm old and gray, do not abandon me, O God. And then here comes this declaration. And again, I think moms, you get this and you live this. Let me proclaim your power, God, to this new generation. Your mighty miracles to all who come after me. What a prayer. Oh God, let me proclaim your power to this new generation and your mighty miracles to all who come after me. 
That's why moms, I think it's okay to let others know that you have come to God. Let them see that and let them hear about how God has worked in your life and how God has provided for you and how God has sustained you because this is how you have the opportunity to proclaim this to a new generation and talk about the miracles of God to these little humans that have been entrusted to you or to these big humans, these gifts from God. So what a great prayer. What a great prayer to lift up on Mother's Day and really every day. Verse 18, let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Moms, this is what you get the chance to do. You know, research related to moms and faith is quite remarkable. And it points to the value of moms leading spiritually. I came across this. It indicated that over and over, this particular study on moms and spirituality, it speaks to the enduring impact of mothers in conversation, companionship, discipline, and importantly, spiritual development. Moms, when it comes to the spiritual formation of your kids, you matter. You matter in a great way. So may we take the words of Psalm 71 and allow this. God, you're my hope, you're my protection and my praise, and I'm going to give all of that to you. I'm going to come to you with my hope and my protection and my praise. Allow this to drive your motivation. And I think when we have the proper motivation, guess what? We will be self-aware and we will be able to self-regulate. We will have the right kind of empathy given to us by God himself for our children and for all people. And our social skills will be sharp. So allow this What we find from an older person reflecting on life, allow this to drive that because moms, with their astute emotional intelligence, well, guess what? You will be needed to prepare for life on the other side of COVID-19. Okay, let me share three takeaways. Number one, remember your hope your protection, and your praise. Just allow that to encourage you today and think about Psalm 71, and God is my hope, he is my protection, and I'm gonna give my praise to him. Remember that today. And then takeaway number two, enjoy being emotionally intelligent as you lead. Moms, you are emotionally intelligent And allow that to just motivate you as you lead your family, as you lead in your workplace, as you lead here at church, as you lead in the communities around us. Enjoy being emotionally intelligent. Again, I think you excel at this. And then takeaway number three, families. Be nice to mom today, okay? 
for crying out loud, it's Mother's Day. So everybody be nice to mom, okay? Psalm 71, this is for all of us. I want to encourage moms today, but this really is for all of us. My hope, my protection, and my praise. When we stand on that, I believe we have the right foundation for acting in emotionally intelligent ways. Father, we are so thankful for this Mother's Day, for the opportunity to look at this Psalm 71, where we find someone reflecting on life and they're crying out to God and remember me and God, I've come to you and and be my strength. And then they go on to recognize, God, you're my hope and my protection and I want to give all of my praise to you. May we use these words to help us today and into this next week. God, I pray that you would give all families a wonderful day celebrating moms. We thank you for this day. Bless us now, we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.